How do you know the place that you're moving into isn't haunted? There's some things out there you can do research on, even discover if someone died in your very house. Doesn't always mean it's not going to be haunted. We've heard stories many times of new construction, all the way to homes that were hundreds of years old, having lots of activity to none. It's really hard to depict, to understand when a home will be haunted and who it will be haunted for, for that matter. Today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online finds us looking at two situations of people moving in to haunted houses. One, a young girl recounts what went on when her and her father moved into a new home and the dark energy that seemed to come and go with the father's girlfriend. Then a young couple moves into their new dream home. Everything's going well in their relationship. Slowly things start to change and then dramatically start to change. But the strange occurrences in the house and negativity have anything to do with it. Those stories today on EPP bonus episode number 430. Real Ghost Stories Online. My name's Tony Bruski. Stay with us. Sometimes hauntings start out really quiet and simple. Maybe it's just a little tap or knock. And you can kind of write those things off. Maybe it's the house settling. Maybe it's a squirrel. Maybe it's the devil. (laughs) But a lot of times when it's simple and small, you do write them off. Sometimes if they're not happy that you have not recognized them yet, it gets a little bit more invasive, louder, if you will. Maybe all the way to the point of showing themselves as a full-bodied apparition circa Ghostbusters downstairs in the library. That would scare the crap out of me anyway. In our next story, something not that different occurred. To a young girl, she was adjusting to a new home and some interesting people and energies passing through seemed to correlate with the action of the other side. Take a listen. My story starts when I was about 17 years old, circa 2008. My dad and I had just moved into a new house that we were renting. First, it seemed like your average house. I didn't really experience anything for the first few months. And then one random day, I was in my room playing with my kitten. She was being funny, so I decided to take a video of her. When I played it back, I could hear a man's voice whispering my name. It was very clear, and it definitely was not my dad. As he has been downstairs, had called for me. Couldn't explain it, but I brushed it off since I hadn't experienced anything else. A few months later, I was on winter break, so I was up at 3 a.m. one night messing around on MySpace in 
our computer room. Since this was back in the days when people still actively used desktop computers at home, I was doing one of the surveys that used to be on MySpace all the time when I suddenly felt a hand come down on my shoulder and squeeze it very hard. My dad always did this when he was trying to jokingly scare me, so I assumed it was him. I asked him what he was doing up so late. When he didn't answer, I turned around and no one was there. There really wouldn't have been any way for my dad to try to prank me and get away from me without me hearing him as my dad was on the heavier side. And we had all wood floors that creaked, regardless of knowing there was no possible way it was him. I still had to check, so I walked upstairs to my dad's room where he was in bed, dead asleep, was mentally freaking out and was rubbing the shoulder that got squeezed when I realized it was at least five degrees colder than the rest of my body. The activity wasn't really all that crazy at first, just a couple of scattered experiences here and there, but then in 2011, it suddenly started ramping up. I was home alone one day and went to make lunch. I'd used a butter knife and set it back on top of the butter bowl when I was done with it. I finished making my lunch and went into the living room to start eating. It been about five minutes when I heard a loud clang. I got up to go look. The butter knife was lying directly in the middle of the doorway to the kitchen. There were no windows open. We didn't have any animals at the time. And in order for it to land where it did, the knife had to physically go around our refrigerator and be placed in the middle of a doorway. I tried throwing it a bunch of times to make it land where I found it, but I could not recreate it. Someone or something had to have placed the knife there. I was completely freaked out and ran outside and stayed there until my my dad got home from work. A few months after this happened, my dad's girlfriend moved in with us, and I'm not sure if she had something attached to her. She conjured something while she was there, or if whatever was already in the house just really did not like that she moved in. But the activity ramped up. Suddenly, every time I went to go upstairs at night, I felt this awful, creepy feeling of being watched coming from our front porch, which faced the stairs inside the house. I'd take up to running up them so fast. I've always had an interest in the paranormal, so I had a basic knowledge of certain terms and equipment. I was aware that high EMF fields could cause a person to feel nauseous, dizzy, paranoid, so I wondered if Maybe our breaker box was underneath that part of the house in the basement. So I went to check it out. The breaker box was on the complete opposite side and there was nothing else around that area that would have given off high enough EMF for me to react to it. At this same time frame, I also began catching a lot of EVPs. The first one I ever caught was an old lady's voice saying, Mary? I played it for my dad who in turn played it for the secretary of the church he worked at. He's one of those people who knows everybody and everything about the town, so she immediately recalled the history of the house we were renting. Our landlord's name was Rosie, and the house had been her parents before it was hers. Her mother's name was Rosemary, but after she gave birth to Rosie, she began going by Mary. Supposedly, Mary had loved that house so much, she stated that she was going to live and die in that house and stay there even after she died. My dad had come home and told me and his girlfriend all of this, and they decided 
we should do an EVP session on the front porch. Where I, in turn, captured the first voice. So I started recording on my phone. My dad started talking. He said, Mary, if you're here, say my name. Say Don. I played it back. We heard it all very loud, very clear and very stern. A voice saying, no. After he asked, I was starting to get freaked out. But my dad and his girlfriend were getting amused by it. They started getting worse. I began to get scratched in various places of my body. First my arm, then my stomach, and my shin. My dad witnessed the downstairs closet door handle turn repeatedly. And then the door opened. I heard something crash while alone in the house. I went upstairs to find my dad's closet door open with a small crack in the bottom corner of the mirror that hadn't been there before. I started having nightmares about being attacked in the house. One night, a friend of mine was staying over, and we decided we wanted to go out. So we started getting dressed up. She had left something she needed downstairs and started to go down the steps. She suddenly screamed, and I ran to go see if she was okay, thinking maybe she fell. I got to her. She was completely white. I asked her what was wrong, and all she could do was point. I looked over to the front door where I could see a man standing on the porch glaring at us. He had a farmer's hat on and was very tan. His face looked weathered, like he spent a lot of time out in the sun. It's also important to note here that there were only two ways onto our front porch. Through our house or through the door to the front porch and the front outside, which was always barred shut from the inside. There was a large wooden piece that we could easily remove from inside but couldn't let someone in from the outside. We freaked out and ran back upstairs hiding in my room. Eventually, we calmed down and she went downstairs to sleep on the couch. Later in the night, I had another nightmare in which I knew something was on the other side of my bedroom door and it wanted to hurt me. So I locked the door. In my dream, I was in bed watching as the lock slowly started to turn and the door slammed open. I woke up before anything worse could happen. I heard something on the other side of the door and in a panic, I raced to lock it. It was my friend on the other side. She begged me to let her in. She was clearly freaked out, but wouldn't tell me what happened. Just that she wasn't going to sleep downstairs anymore. Didn't care if she had to sleep on my bedroom floor, but she wasn't going back down there. Years later, she told me that while she was downstairs, she couldn't sleep, but had her eyes closed in hopes that she could fall asleep. She could feel someone watching her. So she reluctantly opened her eyes. The same apparition we saw earlier was hovering over her. It scared her so much she was paralyzed for a moment and then ran up to my mom. Another terrifying experience was when I was getting ready for work one morning. Again, I was home alone, but out of habit, I locked the bathroom door when I went in. The door had one of those hook locks that goes into a metal hoop screwed into the wall. The hook was always super hard to get into the hoop, so you had to really push it in to get it out. I was brushing my teeth when I heard a weird noise. I looked up just in time to see the hook pop out of the hoop and swing quickly from the door. I stood there, staring for a minute, and then watched the door slam open. I ran out as quickly as I could, but not before feeling a super cold breeze rush at me. The final straw of everything was when I was out on the front porch one night with my dad, his girlfriend, and my new cat. He was making that funny eek, 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 eek noise that cats make when they're hunting birds for the window. So I went to record him making the noise. When I played it back, I clearly heard 
That's we're going to pause the preview portion of this week's EPP bonus episode to hear the rest of it, become an extra podcast person, and uh, find out what exactly goes down in this very bizarre situation of a new home and a girlfriend and some energy. Uh, also, what happens when that couple moves into that house, that dream house of theirs, and they discover it's about to tear the relationship apart. All that and more uh, in the full episode. Get access to that. Become, like I said, a EPP, extra podcast person. Sign up, Apple Podcasts. You can do it there. Even try it out for three days free. Yeah, check it out uh, on our uh, Apple Podcast channel. You can also do it through Patreon, patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Get access there uh, or ghostpodcast.com. Every place, all the bonus episodes, advanced episodes, uh, the archive of episodes, all of it commercial free. Check it out and help keep real ghost stories online on the